Welcome to Win the Day Podcast, hosted by Cyrus Jaffrey. Here, we interview top entrepreneurs, industry leaders, business owners, as well as individuals that perform at the highest level in the country. We dive deep into their thought process and the things that they do to separate themselves from the competition. Well, hello, Kate. How are you? I'm awesome, Cyrus. It's so good to be here. How are yeah, you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. It's going to be a fun day today. So for everybody listening, welcome to the Win Today podcast. Today's guest is integrative nutrition health coach, Kate. She's awesome. She's helping me. She's helping my team. And we're going to today talk about how to live a healthy lifestyle. That's right. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be so, fun. It's the most fun thing to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, at least. Everybody needs it. So let's go right to it, Kate. So what got you into this side of things? That's a great question. And it's one I like to start with because I believe that our careers find us okay. throughout life, whether or not we take a winding road or it's direct. Um, becoming a health coach absolutely found me. I was a teacher for 17 years okay. in the traditional sense, in classrooms and teaching teachers. And then when my first daughter was born, five and a half years ago, um, she had a number of health issues as a baby. Okay. And we saw conventional doctors and had blood tests, and we just couldn't get to the bottom of it. She was getting better, but intuitively as a mom, I just thought, there's got to be more to it. Yep. Why did she have 50-plus food sensitivities? Mm -hmm. So I began researching on my own. I started reading books. I was looking for testimonials from people who had healed by using food or using things that were more natural. Okay. And that's how it began. And then... Ironically, about a year later, I myself um, had gotten sick, and I had had symptoms a little bit even in high school, like heart palpitations, that I just pushed off thinking like, oh, it's kind of a fluke. But then in my early 30s, I started to have um, brain fog, that of which made me wonder, do I have dementia? It was that bad. Uh -huh. Heart palpitations, okay. uh, my thyroid was off. I just began to have this laundry list of symptoms that didn't sit right. I knew I had adrenal fatigue, but right. no one could tell me why. And I've always been a person, I want to know why. I want to know why. Yeah. And I uh, began researching, and I was able to begin. I made some changes to begin, and right. over the course of about a week, both my daughter and I started to get better, and then I was hooked, Cyrus. I mean, I was hooked. So I looked for all the doctors that were using food and had evidence, and I just went for it. And wow. then three and a half years later, um, ironically, my husband and I were starting a different business, and this just nagged at me. Yeah. I was helping friends. I was helping families. Right. I was talking about my own experience. We had healed, and I just thought, I need to go all in on this. Yeah. And so I went back and got um, my Institute for Integrative Nutrition certification. Okay. And now I get to do this full time. That That's is awesome. What a cool story. Yeah. That is awesome. So just to confirm some of those things that were happening to you, all that you haven't had any of those symptoms in the last five and a half years. Yeah. They've That's all impressive. been resolved. And healing is, I always tell people, you know, it's not a perfect line. And so I'll have little flares once in a great while. Yeah, sure. You know, like I... We were talking about a little bit of back pain here and there. And, right. and so there are still things, but yeah, none of those issues I have at all anymore. Yeah. They're gone. That's so impressive. That's awesome. Um, so let's get to it. 
What did you do? What did I do? Yeah. I, I was hoping you'd ask me that. <laughs> so I changed up a couple things. And this okay. is where I always start people with. I, um, like probably many of the listeners here, was on a high-protein, kind of high-fat diet. Okay. I was always very conscious of my carbs, and I never wanted to eat too many carbs. I was always caring about fitness and being in shape and working yeah. out. And so I was eating a very, very high-fat diet. And um, I was lean, and I'm putting that in air quotes, but my insides were not healthy. Sure. So the first thing I did was I swapped out my eggs and bacon breakfast or bacon and something else breakfast for a fresh fruit smoothie. Okay. That was the first thing I did. And in that smoothie, I put some supplements that I knew I was deficient in, and um, I began there. So I went from having a really high-fat morning, because I would okay. feel sluggish after it. I'd feel like um, midday, I would want to fall asleep. Yeah. And I put it in a fruit smoothie. But before that fruit smoothie, Cyrus, I did two other things. Okay. I started drinking lemon water to flush my system first thing in the morning. That's why you drink lemon water. That's to why flush I flush your it. system. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hydration and then the citrus is really detoxifying and it helps the liver, which is in a state of detoxification in the morning, to complete its work. So I drank okay. that and then I started juicing and I would do 16 ounces of celery juice. I was working okay. on my stomach acid and trying to help rebuild hydrochloric acid. And I did the smoothie. And it sounds like a lot, like in hindsight, it was just overnight. I bought a juicer, yeah. I got a blender, and I started it. And okay. in three days, and I should say, my daughter, one of her issues was she had chronic eczema all over her body. Okay. And we had done topicals, we had done steroids, we had done blood tests, all of it. And she, it just persisted. Okay. And she would itch and it would itch. Yeah. And in three days' time of her drinking the smoothie with me and her taking, you know, sips of my celery juice, maybe two to four ounces of yeah. it. Her eczema went away. Wow. And then, like I said, proof is in the pudding, and so I just went all in, and I've never turned back. And so my mornings consist of all fresh fruits. Yeah. So that's where I get all my fiber, okay. my greens, in the morning, and that was the first change I made. That's impressive. So for people, like for me, for example, right? Mm-hmm. So like people that have young kids, and I know you have young kids, yeah. right? So I know it's hard for somebody to wake up in the morning and, yeah. and do the lemon water is not that hard the actually making the smoothie is probably hard for some people because mm-hmm. there's so many different ingredients you got to go buy mm-hmm. and then obviously the celery juice so you got to be prepared is what i'm assuming yeah right because that's what i run into is so what's your recommendation for some of those people that say well that's just too much yeah like, i would say first of all don't worry about juicing okay. like that's add-on bonus okay i would start foundation okay Get yourself hydrated first thing in the morning okay. and prepare it at night. So first thing I do at night when I, before I go to bed is I okay. go in and I get my mason jar and my lemon and I squeeze it in and I put it in the fridge. So when I wake up in the morning, it's there and I take it. it. I take it downstairs and do my workout and it's yep. done. Okay. Got so it. there's no prep. I just do it before I go to bed. Got it. And then for the smoothies, it's become such second nature to us yeah. that it's quick. But what I tell people who are starting out just pre-package them, put them in Ziplocs, like yep. put all your berries in, and then when you get up in the morning, dump it in the blender, add your liquid or your greens, blend it, and it takes two minutes. That's awesome, that's awesome. And some of this stuff you can just buy at Costco. Absolutely. So it's not like you have to order it I from somewhere. I am Costco and... loyal member. We get tons okay. of frozen berries at Costco. Yeah. And they even have smoothie packs there. You know, yeah. if you don't want to mix and match and find recipes, you can go to Costco and get the smoothie packs and drop one in 
You got That's it. it. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and, and the recipe for that, right? So we don't need to share it right now, but people could email you or something and have conversations with you and you'll be yeah. able to provide the recipe that you're using sure. right now. Sure. Right? I do. So when I start people off, I don't start them off too complicated. Got it's it. just baby steps, yeah, right? I just want you to get more fruit and greens and fiber into your diet. Absolutely. And so if it's for you a fresh fruit plate because you'd rather chew your food, fine. Yeah. But if you want to be able to do something and have it on the go, make a smoothie. Yeah. It's easy. Okay, and then people like to sip it all morning sometimes. Yeah. I drink mine quickly. Yeah. But um, so we just want to make it easy. But the reason why is our livers are in detoxification in the morning. Got and it. when we eat that high fat morning breakfast because of the protein, because we think it's gonna make us feel full, Correct. what we do is we switch from detoxification mode to bioproduction. Mm. And we kind of shortchange the body's ability to move waste out. Yeah. And we don't want to shortchange it. We want it to be always filtering our waste and toxicity because we just naturally come in contact and bounce off all the time. Mm -hmm. So I was doing what's called a heavy metal detox smoothie. So I wanted, and I know that we all have metals in our body, we all have toxicity, yeah. and that's become our maintenance. That's become our multivitamin for so in the morning. But I don't start people there. I just say, yeah. pick your favorite fruits and throw in some spinach. It doesn't even taste. Yeah. Maybe a tablespoon of flaxseed. Get for your omegas and then enjoy. Yeah. When I tried that with my daughter, she's like, what's that green thing in there? I'm like, don't worry about it. It's a fruit. It's kiwi. What it's a kiwi. About? Yeah. <laughs> they have no, it's spinach mm -hmm. for sure. That's right. All right. They, they can't right. taste it. You know, no. we've tried it many times since you told me and... And, and, and they, they love Their it. Their kids like they it. Love, they love the smoothie. Yeah, mm -hmm. they come out in the morning because uh, we do the banana with the strawberry, the big thing you buy from Costco. Yeah. They come together. Mm -hmm. You put that in there, put some spinach in there, um, and the two, the two things that you told me as mm -hmm. well, put it in there, and, and you have it pretty quick, and they're good to go. It's good to go. Yeah. The thing that I always tell people is that they're nervous, like, well, are my kids going to eat this? Yeah. Kids love fruit sure. because it's sweet. Yeah. And right. it's what they need. They need the glucose for their brains. Yeah. We all do. But it's like the easiest switch for families that are trying to eat a little bit more healthfully. I said, make fruit smoothies, especially yeah. in the summer. Absolutely. They just sip on it all afternoon. It fills them up. It's got tons of fiber in it. All of those vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. Yeah. And it's an easy win. You can make it into ice cream. You can make it into popsicles. Sure. It's a win-win. Yeah. I do love your concept of use food as energy not yeah. food as to just because it tastes good then you have to have it right yeah i feel like some people just think well it's 9 a.m i gotta have my breakfast it's 1 p.m i gotta have my lunch mm -hmm. it's 5 p.m i gotta have my dinner right because mm -hmm. that's just what the society tells mm -hmm. us when to eat and how to eat mm -hmm. how do you use food as energy what are some things you could do because me as a business owner i run five or six businesses i gotta be on the run that's right and I can't afford in the afternoon to not be my 100%. Mm -hmm. I need to be. And a That's lot right. of listeners here yeah. want to have a productive day and not be bloated and down. What are some things we could do to, to be able to be very productive during the day yeah. and have energy? That's a great question. So we all know that if you have a big lunch, like if you go to lunch and you have a big sandwich or yeah. pasta, you're like, I just want to take a nap afterwards. Yeah, it absolutely. makes us feel sluggish. Yeah. Okay. So we know that what we put in our body is fuel. Yeah. And we know that when we eat um, something that has uh, a lot of vegetables or fiber in it, it keeps okay. us kind of light. We yeah. feel like, oh, I've got energy and I keep going. So when I teach people 
Food is medicine, food is energy. What you put in your body matters. It's not just, oh, I need it for fuel when I go. It's how do you want to feel afterwards? So for people on the go that are busy, I say, and they always say, but I'm so busy, I don't have time. The fastest food is fruit. The fastest food, baby carrots. The fastest food is grab a cucumber. I mean, these are not hard things, but it's not how we're wired for convenience. So I always say to be prepared. So always have some nuts, Mm. always have some fruits or veggies, and always have a couple apples or bananas in your car. So even if it's I'm eating six, seven, eight times a day because that's all the time I have, you're fueling with constant sources of potassium, mineral salts, fiber, glucose. That's what the body needs to run. And in those foods, every food, and I don't think everyone knows this, every single whole food has macronutrients in it. That means it has fat, carbohydrate, and protein. Every food? Every food. Food. Every food, whole food. Okay, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so if you're eating oats, right, there's a little bit of fat in those oats. Sure. There's carbohydrate and there's protein. And so when I tell people to begin to try to bring in more of those whole foods, that is fuel, that is energy. And 100% of the time, they're amazed by how good they feel. For sure. Because it's fast burning. Yeah, yeah. It's fast burning. So it gives us that immediate Absolutely. energy yep. and we keep going. Instead of eating a big heavy meal, tons and tons of fat in it, our body yeah. stores that yeah. for later. Absolutely. We want it to be fast burning. That's awesome. Okay, so overnight oats. Yeah. Right. It's a great one. That's a great one that you can that you can have. Uh, I put almond milk. Yeah, great. Right, so almond milk in it. Put some almonds. Uh huh. Some nuts cut, of some cut sort. Almonds, mm-hmm. some nuts. Leave it overnight. You can have that in the morning, or have your smoothie in the morning. Have that for lunch. For sure. On the go. Yep. That's what you. For sure. I just tell people. So I'm a big fan of batch cooking. Okay. And so I'll make a, you know, two cups of quinoa, okay. and then I have quinoa for the week. Okay. And then I'll make, um usually a big pot of beans or lentils and so basically on monday i put a couple of tupperwares together and the base is the same quinoa and or chickpeas or lentils so i'm getting my proteins in there i'm getting my whole grains and then i load it full of veggies and go that's it so that's my lunch and i'm not a person who needs a different lunch every single day i think most of us kind of find our groove but that works really well and you're getting, the, the important thing too is when we talk about food as fuel, I think sometimes you're like, you're telling us to eat a lot of fruit, like yep. that's got so much sugar in it. Yep. That's not the same sugar, and that's a disservice to what we have learned yeah. as far as how the body runs. The body absolutely needs glucose. Sure. And the difference with sugar in fruit is that it's attached to fiber. Okay. And so when we eat a piece of fruit, that fiber makes it easily digestible sure. and quickly utilized. Absolutely. Whereas when we eat the bag of goldfish or the bag of chips, yeah. there's sugar in that, okay, but it doesn't come with the fiber, yeah. and so then the body stores it. 100%. So if you know our listeners hear one thing, it's like there's absolutely no reason to be scared of fruit. It's the best fuel your body can have. It's quick. Yeah. It's healthy. And no one's ever gotten fat or no one's ever gotten sick yep. because they're eating too much fruit. That's awesome. It's not 
fruit liver, it's fatty liver, yeah. right? It's not carbohydrate liver, it's fatty liver. Yeah. We've got to be really cognizant of eating the right fats, the good fats, the nuts, the seeds, the avocados, yeah. high-quality olive oils, excellent. Yeah. But that's fuel. It's not the canola oils we're frying our fries in and, you know, yeah. processed food fat. Interesting, interesting. I want to get to two two things that I want to make sure I don't forget is the dairy and then the meat. Okay, right? okay, so here we go. So which one do you want to tackle first? <laughs> it's your about, choice. I mean, there's no choice. Let's talk dairy. Okay, let's, let's talk, talk dairy. dairy. So what's your idea behind dairy? I know when we talked, you have eggs, for mm -hmm. example, right? A lot of people eggs are great, right? Eggs are really healthy. So what's your, what's your take on dairy? So I would put eggs in a separate category than dairy. So okay. dairy is anything that comes from the cow, okay? Perfect. So it's cheeses, milks, um, anything with regard to the creaminess that we get yeah. in our foods, okay? Um, I mean, I'll say this. I grew up eating all the foods, right? Yeah. So none, none of what I share today is about making people feel bad or right. guilty or shame, nothing like that. But it's about education, Absolutely. right? So um, dairy comes from cows. Cows produce the milk that we get. But that cow's milk is for the baby of that yeah. cow, right? It's not meant for humans to ingest. Humans sure. make milk for our babies, breast yeah. milk, and we drink it till about a year old, maybe two years old, yeah. and then we're done, yeah. okay? The yeah. same thing goes. So the inundation of dairy products that we're eating can cause problems and have been linked to, on, in countless studies, there is so much evidence around higher rates of chronic disease, higher rates of cancer, yeah. higher rates of cardiovascular disease, okay. and so, we know that the body does not need dairy to get the calcium, for example. Absolutely. Calcium is in the grass that the cow eats yep. to make the milk. Absolutely. Okay? So we need to remember that we can get better forms of calcium in an orange, in spinach, that's bioavailable. Uh -huh. And we're going to get that vitamin in our bodies in a way that is utilized and healthy for us. And dairy foods, you know... There's so many amazing swaps now. So right. if you're not eating cows or drinking cow's milk, have an almond milk. Yep. Have an oat milk. Have a coconut milk. Have a hemp milk. Yep. I mean, the list goes on, right? If you want a yogurt, have a coconut milk yogurt. Have an oat milk yogurt, <laughs> right? There are ways... Something with almond. Right, exactly. <laughs> there are ways to get those foods. Even yeah. cheeses, you know, even though they're highly processed, you can do a non-dairy cheese if you really have to have okay. that piece of cheese. Sure. But if you get down to it, dairy causes inflammation in the body. Sure. It keeps our body in an inflammatory state. And the other thing that people don't always understand is that dairy creates mucus oh. in the body. So kids that have chronic sinus infections or ear infections, wow. if you have that, take your child off the dairy when they're sick, and I can guarantee you that, that all that phlegm will clear up much wow. quicker. That's huge. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, it's a tip that our doctors yeah. don't always tell us, but... Instead of having to go in to get the tubes in your ears, right. take your child off the dairy. dairy. They have a sensitivity there, and it's causing problems 100%. in their ears. That's amazing. Yeah. It's great info. So it's, a, yeah, yeah. it's important. And it, it doesn't mean that you can't have the piece of pizza every once in a right. while, right? But I, I don't want it to be the mainstay of diets. I don't yeah. want cheese sticks to be the snack of kids' choices. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Meat, uh -huh. right? So um, I remember when I was younger, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we ate meat once a week yeah. because we couldn't afford it, mm -hmm. and it just wasn't in, in our culture. Like meat wasn't a huge thing, and it was expensive 
is, is the other part of it as well. So we would have vegetables with yeah, rice and stuff mm -hmm. all the time. Like we'd mm -hmm. have potatoes with, with rice or we'd have spinach. Mm -hmm. um, and my mom would make, and we would have meat once a week. And I feel like now that I'm in the U.S., we eat meat every day, mm -hmm. almost every meal, even breakfast now. Yeah. People have meat, right? Mm -hmm. So that can't be good for you, right? Having meat three times a day. That's right. And again, you know, I always qualify this, is that I'm not out here to shame the meat. Yeah. Not at all. But we do need to understand how much we're taking in when we take a long view back. So yeah. Cyrus, how you are raised and how much of the population around the world is raised is that we eat what's available to us. Yeah. And so we eat lots of fruits and vegetables and grains, so rices and legumes and chickpeas. Right. It's very inexpensive, it's readily available, and it's plentiful. Yeah. And it's got protein in it, it's got fiber in it, sure. and it's healthful. And so there are communities around the world. They're called the Blue Zones. Okay. And there's a researcher who was commissioned by the National Geographic magazine. His name is Dan Buettner. Okay. And he has written a couple of books now on the Blue Zones. And okay. he found, he did studies, and there are similarities between all of these communities. These communities are the longest living populations in the world wow. that are disease-free. So yeah. it's not they're living to 100, but the last 15 years they had dementia, or the last 15 years they're wow. on dialysis. Yeah. They are living disease-free. Wow, until they die. Yeah, and so they, they have the of... highest number of centurions. They die in their sleep overnight. Sleep, yeah, of not related to any disease. That's right, they just okay. die, okay? And so what he found was that of all of these five communities, so yeah. Sardinia, Italy, yeah. Okinawa, Japan, okay. Loma Linda, California. It's a small community okay. in California. Um, Nicoya Peninsula, Costa Rica. Okay. They, some ate meat, yeah. but if they did, it was from a cow that grazed on a pasture, mm. had a great life, yeah. and they ate it maybe 10% of their diet. Wow. 10%. So that'd be the equivalent for us of eating wow. it maybe once a week. Right, yeah. Okay. And otherwise, they ate all of mostly plant-based foods, wow. okay, foods from the earth. High quality olive oils, yeah. nuts, seeds, avocados, olives, things like that, yeah. okay? And that was it. There was no boxes, there's no processed anything. They ate real foods, and yeah. when they ate the meat, it was high quality, and it was a special occasion. Yeah, absolutely. So you can have a very healthful diet and maintain eating good quality meat, but we need to examine how much we're eating of it and what kind we're eating. Mm -hmm. Are we eating a lot of factory processed meats that are very industrialized? Yeah. That's not the right kind of meat. We don't want to eat processed uh, deli meats. Sure. We don't want to eat processed hot dogs all the time. Yeah. These are carcinogens. These are cancer-causing foods. These are the foods that we know cause colon cancer. Yeah. So again, it's just about knowledge. It's about yeah. understanding so that when we know better, we can begin to make changes and then do a little bit better. That's that's crazy. I was just thinking while you're talking, why when I when I lived in other places and other, other when I go visit other countries potentially, there's fruit trees everywhere. 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 Yeah. And literally like you could walk around, pick yeah. an apple, pick, an, pick this, huh? pick a mango, and, and that's your snack, right? Mm -hmm. But here in the US I feel like what weather has a part of it, as it gets really yeah. cold in Omaha, but in the summer even 
why is that that there's no trees there is no earth food that people can just go find and eat right i mean yeah. we've a gotten business? away from I mean, We've gotten away from it. And there are great, amazing small farmers, especially in Omaha. There's yeah. wonderful CSAs, Community Supported Agriculture. There's wonderful um, co-ops that you can get into. Like, that's great advice coming up here for the summer is join yeah. one of those. These are farmers that are dedicating their lives to Absolutely. growing wonderful, nutrient-rich food for us. Yeah. And that we can help them sustain their livelihood Absolutely. by helping us be healthy. Yeah. And that's... and. Plant your own garden in the back. Plant Absolutely. a tomato plant or plant some snap peas or plant some green beans. And Absolutely. kids love to go out and pick them. And then all of a sudden they're eating vegetables without even being told to. Absolutely. Right? But you're exactly right. Uh, we've gotten away from that. We've gotten away from that. And we live in a city, right, in Omaha. Um, you get it. And, but no one's telling you you can't plant an apple right. tree. You could plant an apple tree, right, and it will grow. You'd but be the only one? I wanted to five years ago, Iris. I said, I'm going to plant it, and I yeah. never did, and now I would have had an apple tree right. with fruit. Do it today, because five years from now, right? you never know. You're going to have apples. <laughs> You're going to have apples. But, yeah, That's so the, the meat and the dairy thing, I think there's a lot of conflicting information out there, yeah. and we have to always remember, like, there's industry behind yeah. all of this information, but for evidence-based longevity, uh, diet, and lifestyle, you got to limit your meats and you got to limit or omit the dairies completely. Yeah. For beginners, what right. would you recommend? You know, like for us, my household, yeah. we went we went to only having it six times a week now. Yeah. We had meat every right, week. you just took it one day. So yeah. we took one day off, That's right? Awesome. We made little, little changes, potentially almond milk and mm -hmm. things like that. What are some of those little changes people can make today to make their lifestyle better for themselves and their kids and yeah. then just to be healthy throughout the day to be more productive? Right. So I think the first thing is is that we have to examine like how busy we are in the day. Okay. And sometimes we just don't have the space. We don't we haven't sure. created the time to even cook a meal together. I so I would say start there. Yeah. Find one day of the week where you're actually cooking a meal from scratch. Okay. You're not opening a box, yeah. you're not opening a bag, you're not doing a freeze or something, you're actually cooking yeah. real food. Start there. Okay. okay. And try to have it be plant based, so plant rich. So you're getting veggies in there, you're getting potatoes in there. You're getting some squash in there. Okay. Um, and that if you're going to have a meat, have it be a small portion. Okay. Two ounces. Okay. But have the rest of the plate be full of those foods sure. that from, come from the earth. Yeah. That's the first thing is like cook food. Okay. Cook real food. Okay. Michael Pollan. Um, do you know Michael Pollan, Cyrus? I don't know Michael Pollan. Um, he's written a couple books. He's done podcasts. He's a phenomenal guy. But okay. he has a saying that goes something like this. Um, eat food. Mostly plants. Okay. Not a lot of it. So he's saying, and there was one other piece that I probably butchered, but his point was eat food, mostly plants. I would say eat real food, yeah. mostly plants. Yeah. Okay? All the time. Doesn't mean you can't have the indulgence right. if you want to go do the ice cream. But there are amazing ice cream shops yep. in Omaha that do amazing dairy-free ice cream. Yep. Coneflower Creamery, that's my plug. They have okay. a phenomenal vegan ice cream. Okay, really? Right? So, yeah, it doesn't have the sugar. Don't go yes. to TCBY. Don't go to TCBY, right? <laughs> but if you want to still do it, but you don't want the dairy sure. in your diet, or maybe you're dealing with something, yeah. then do that, yeah. right? But, you know, back to the other things you can do is don't go to the grocery store and buy the snacks that you don't want to be eating. Absolutely. And don't try to not do it for your kids too. Because you've said it, Cyrus, you know, we are raising our children yeah. and we're teaching them. Yeah. And so what we bring into the house is what we're teaching them is fine and good to eat, right. fueling their bodies. 
So start there, you know, clean off the pantry, yep. eat what you're going to eat, yep. and then you're going to start to pick better snacks, right? And Absolutely. in our house, I told you this, that we have kind of a guideline where my kids who are two and five and a half, yeah. they have to go to the refrigerator for a snack okay. and they can have one pantry snack. Wow. That's it. So otherwise they can have as many snacks as they want from the fridge, which is usually, you know, Fruit. fruits or applesauce yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, carrots and hummus or guacamole. Yeah. They love that stuff. But then one from the pantry and the pantry is typically um, dried fruit or bars or things like that. That's awesome. And on the bars, I want to I want to really touch on yeah, uh, which we made the change on right. So yeah. I saw some of the bars that had three different ingredients, and some of them are like, I don't even know how to like corn say syrup that. solids. What yeah. is that? <laughs> that's what he says. What? Give me that advice back for for, for for the audience. Go to maybe just three or four products, right. Uh, right? Or or writings on there instead of thirty, right? That's right. So. There are so many amazing companies out there that are trying to do a better yeah. granola bar. They're yeah. trying to do even a grain-free one. Yeah. Or they're using, like the Lara bar uses yeah. nuts, so usually almonds or cashews, yeah. and then dried fruit. Yeah. And there's four ingredients in it. So when I need something quick on the go, that's the bar I grab. It's yeah, the Lara absolutely. bar. Right? Lara? Lara. L-A-R-A. Perfect. Lara bar. That's a fantastic one. Yeah. You can also make them at home. But if you don't have time, get yeah. them at the store. Buy okay? them. Yeah. Buy them. Um, the other one is Trader Joe's has a, a bar. It's called Peanuts Go on a Date Bar. And it's okay. dates or date paste and peanuts, yeah. and that's it. My kids yeah. love them. But they also, I don't expose them to Correct. the, you know, chocolate chip granola bars. Yeah. So that's what they know. If it's not what you know, you just start slow. Absolutely. You just kind of, maybe you bring in some dried mango yeah. instead of fruit yeah. snacks. Let them yeah. actually eat real dried fruit, yeah. dried yeah. apricots. Dried figs, they're yep. so sweet. Yep. Dates, yep. amazing. Um, so just try to get the real foods in the in the house, even Absolutely. if they're in the pantry, and do the best you can. You start Absolutely. there. Because I feel like we have an obligation, and we have um, the resources now. You know, there's a lot of research on this stuff. We're 50 yeah. years ago, and yeah. this research That's existed. Right. That's right. And it's our duty to get the message out to the people That's and right. teach our kids what to do. So the next generations are not dealing with these chronic illnesses, right? right? Which is our next topic. You know, and I think that's the segue. Yeah. This is the first generation. Our children are the first generation that are projected to have a shorter lifespan that's than crazy. we are. That's a travesty. We have that. more science and medicine and technology than ever before, mm -hmm. and yet we have the largest epidemic of chronic illness. Yeah. One in two people wow. have a chronic illness. And, and one in three in kids, right? Wasn't that It's like 27% now has some sign of chronic illness. And and what does that even mean? It could mean that you have an autoimmune condition. So you yeah. have a thyroid. So you're taking a thyroid pill every day. It could mean that you have rheumatoid arthritis. You have MS. You have lupus. Wow. Okay. You have Guillain-Barre disease. It could mean that you have chronic back pain. Mm -hmm. Okay. It could mean that you have chronic sinus infections. Yep. These are things that persist. Yeah. They just keep coming and you don't know why. Kids with ear infections, they have so many ear infections, they have to go get tubes. Right. Okay, that's chronic. So, yes, that's a sad, glum outlook. Right. But here's the good news. We have all the power to change that Correct. outlook. Correct. All the power. And as someone who spends my day talking and teaching people about food as medicine as well, Absolutely. 
we know now, scientists have studied, and there's so much evidence that says 80%, Cyrus, 80% of all disease is preventable. It is lifestyle-based. So they know now, Dr. Michael Greger, who wrote a book, How Not to Die, he's an amazing scientist, and they have discovered that only 8 to 12% of all disease is actually genetic. Wow. That's it. 10%. 10%. Genetic. And so everybody this, thinks it's like 90 or 90. Yeah, and so this notion of like, oh, just my mom yeah, had this, I have it. It's just not the case. It's not the case. It's, <laughs> it's lifestyle, right? And so if we grow up eating a certain yeah. way and we don't exercise yeah. and we don't yeah. have a mindful practice, we don't have a community, yeah. we have high stress, that's going to turn on a gene expression towards disease Absolutely. progression. But if we can eat for longevity, for organ health is what yeah. I say, not your abs. Your abs will come, yeah. right? <laughs> but you're eating for your organ health first, and you're sleeping well at night, and you're meditating or you're praying, you yeah. have a community, you have a job, you have purpose, yeah. you're gonna live a long, healthy life. I and then if you do that. get sick, there's great medicine, and there's a space for that, yeah, right? Of course. But we have to do our part to prevent because our healthcare system as it is right now is really more of a disease care system. Yeah. It's Oh, you've gotten sick, now we're going to come treat yeah. you. There's not a lot of incentive for people to prevent. Absolutely. And that's the message that I want to share today is that we can do a lot to prevent Absolutely. by what we put in our mouth and how we think. That's crazy. So so food, I, I've been listening to a lot of Matthew Walker. He's a sleep expert. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how sleep has such a big impact in some of these yes. diseases as well, right? So like exactly what you said. You get the good sleep. You're waking up in the morning. You're having your morning routine. You're drinking what you're supposed to or eating what mm-hmm. you're supposed to. I want to I want to make I want to play around the golf at 100 years old. I told you that. <laughs> I'll be there. And my yeah, exactly. <laughs> and my my aunt passed away from Alzheimer's mm. and my dad is in the early stages. He has some here and there that we mm-hmm. think it is and everybody just thinks it's genetic. Like so that's the one that opened my eyes. I'm like, "Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. Like, if right. it's coming down the line, I'm going to get it at one point. Mm-hmm. What can I do today?" to right. make sure that I don't, right? Mm-hmm. So that's when I started doing all this research and I ran into you and I'm mm-hmm. looking into sleep experts to say what are the causes of those diseases and mm-hmm. what you're saying is lifestyle. It's lifestyle. It's by far. It's lifestyle and toxicity. Yeah. You know, some of it we're up against, right? Yeah. We use more pesticide and herbicide than ever before. Yeah. And that pesticide on our food um, plays a role. And we need to understand that. And, you know, for a long time, I think people thought organic food is just for the people who are rich and they can afford it. You know, unfortunately, one, that's not true. And two, you can find organic food in places like Aldi, in places like Trader Joe, in all the mainstream um, grocery stores. Walmart, exactly. They have fantastic products that are maybe 20 cents different, 30 cents. And sometimes they're a lot, but you're paying for food now so that you're not paying for medical bills later. 100%. And, you know, Alzheimer's, yes, like we're I'm beginning to understand that. Scientists are beginning to understand that lifestyle plays an enormous role yeah. in that. And there are doctors that have written books about how to reverse or prevent Alzheimer's. Yeah. And you, you bet. I mean, um, it's a disease that is so hard to watch because sure. you feel powerless. 100%. Um, but the good news is that we now know that we aren't powerless, especially if you start early and begin to prevent Correct. its onset. Correct. Oh, 
that's so that's so impressive. I, I we were just talking to our team with yeah. you, and I said if if I told you pay me three hundred dollars a month, right, and I'll make you live longer by twenty years, mm-hmm. healthy longer for twenty right. years. Every one of them in our office pretty much just said raise their hand. Yeah, like, I'll do I'll it. Pay an extra third, you know, three hundred dollars a month right mm-hmm. now today. Mm-hmm. But if you guaranteed that, but but it's pretty much guaranteed if you have the right lifestyle, mm-hmm. you are going to be able to live longer, play with your grandkids, yeah. make your grandkids weddings, yeah. and all that stuff. And I mean, there are doctors like Dr. Joel Kahn. He's a cardiologist, and he reverses people's cardiovascular disease. You know, yeah. and these are people who were up against they had stints and then double, you know, bypass and quadruple bypass, yeah. and and you can do those and have these major surgeries. But then if you just go back to eat McDonald's. You're going to undo all those graphs. It's not going to be worth it, right? And so part of it is being willing to kind of do the work because it's not easy. It's not easy to undo habits. It's not easy to to move towards having to cook food or having to pay a little bit more for food that's better quality. Um, But is it worth it? You bet. Absolutely. You bet. So diabetes, Alzheimer's, cancer, all these diseases potentially, there is a way, there's other ways around it sure thing. Uh, than basically spending all that money in medicine, get a hold of a health coach, yeah. get some help, uh, or re- you research yourself. If you don't want to use yeah. you know, a health coach, there's a lot of research. Yeah. Honestly, you just got to put online on Google, like, yeah. okay, how do I do this? There's good research and there's not so good. But okay. yeah, I mean, I, what I'll say is this, is that there's one one diet, and when I say diet, I mean way of eating, sure. okay, that has been proven to prevent and to reverse all, the, yep. all disease. And listeners are probably wondering, well, what is that? Yeah, Tell yeah, me. For sure. Um, it is a plant-based, yeah. whole food okay. diet. So I can say plant-heavy, plant-strong. Okay. So it. you're eating mostly plant food, yep. which is fruits, vegetables, legumes, all the things we've talked mm-hmm. about. And very small amounts of meat. Yeah. Okay, if you're going to do that, very small amounts of meat. And it's high, high in fiber and all those phytochemicals, antioxidants, yeah. phytonutrients, low in fat. Okay. Not, there's no demonizing the fat, but like I said earlier, make it be good fats, yeah, good quality fats. Sure. Stop eating all the saturated fats and the trans fats that are in all the processed yeah. foods and in the fast foods and the convenience foods. we got to stop doing that. And if you eat like that... Yeah. That's how I, as a health coach, begin to help people completely reverse things Absolutely. that they have dealt with for years and years and years. And or people who want to say, I want to prevent. I want sure. to learn this. Absolutely. I love working with those people, too. That's awesome. Get a hold of Kate. She is amazing. <laughs> I do want to, uh, I, I just have a couple more questions yeah. and we'll end this, end this podcast. Your uh, potential uh, people that are maybe not getting enough sleep. They just had a baby or the kids are really young, right? They're only getting six hours of sleep. They're waking up in the morning, I feel like, or they're hungover and they're waking up in the morning. I feel like those are the mornings that you're going to eat. Your body's just like, oh, I just want to go to the bad food, right? So is there any recommendation for people that are like just busy? They're opening up a new business. They only get five or six hours of sleep. And we know sleep is very, very important. People that just can't for whatever reason. Is there any recommendations on things that they could follow the same or is there anything else that they could potentially do in the morning or throughout the day? Because I truly feel like the days that I drink the night before, I wake up and I want a cheeseburger or yeah. fried chicken or something because yeah. that's just what I lean towards. Or is that a myth that everybody thinks that way and now it's turned into something? <laughs> There's a little bit of both of okay. that, I think. You know, 
here's the thing is like I want people to enjoy their life. Yeah. I am not someone who is regimented or anything yeah. like we do this ninety percent of the time so that we know that the body can take go. in some of those nights where we overindulge sure. or whatnot. Okay? Yeah. Like we're built for that. Okay. And what I say is that enjoy your night, but then the next day do better. Okay. Okay? So don't let the train out of the station and yeah. just let it keep going. Got it. You, you, that's where we kind of get in this, like, oh, well, now yeah. might as well blow the whole rest of the weekend. Sure. And then you come sure. to Monday and you're like, man, I feel like garbage. <laughs> yeah. Why? So you have a, you know, maybe an overindulgent night yep. or you eat really rich foods or you have yeah. one too many glasses of wine. Yep. That next morning, drink a bigger glass of lemon water. Bigger glass. Flush Perfect. your body, right? Okay. Have an oatmeal with some peanut butter in it. Okay. Like, have a whole food if you want something rich. Got it. But, again, tell yourself, yeah, you don't need the grease to sop up the stuff. That's just giving your your liver, frankly, more work to do, and it's just burdening that liver further. So we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. That's a little bit of a, I'm in college, and this is what we do next. And we got to get out of that mindset. That's a great, great advice. It's liver health is essential, pivotal to long-term longevity, and we just beat it up. Yeah. Beat it up. Especially in college. And, <laughs> and, but it's, yeah. it's, if we take pharmaceutical drugs, yeah. that liver processes yeah, it. Absolutely. If we take Tylenol, if we um, have non-clean beauty products, yeah. what we put on our hair, our skin, our face, it goes wow. through. It's a filter, right? Yeah, wow. It takes all the fat, all the food. So when we have a huge night, we have fries and burgers and yeah. this, and then we drink six beers, and then the next morning when we do it again mm-hmm. because we're hairing the dog, yeah. that's just abuse. Yeah. You don't want to do that. That is not Absolutely. setting yourself up for long term. And when we're young, we feel invincible. Yeah. We're like, oh, well. Yeah, right. But it catches up to us. Absolutely. Okay, it catches Absolutely. up to us. So I just say, you know, our body is a temple. It is given to us. It is amazing. It can do amazing things for us. But it will give us indicators when we're not, it's not feeling well. Absolutely. So pay attention. Change. Oil change. Yeah, oil change. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. Um, I promise this is the last question. That's not Non-negotiables, how do you win your day? So I'm an early morning person. Okay. And this began a little bit out of necessity when I had babies. Okay, I had sure. to get up early, yeah. um, mostly because I hadn't slept at night. But um, So I'm a 5 a.m. waker-upper, and awesome. I get up. I drink 32 ounces of lemon water. That's yeah. a non-negotiable. Even when I travel, I bring lemons with me now because it makes me feel that good. Yeah. I, I don't need the coffee when I do it. And then I do some sort of a workout, so whether it's... Um, a walk or a strength okay. or whatnot, and then I meditate for five minutes. Perfect. That's my morning. Okay. It takes you know about forty-five minutes I get, yeah. and then I have children walking down the yeah. stairs and we yep. get going. But when I don't get that morning, once in a while, man, I, it really yeah. takes me a minute to get back in 100%. and get back in it. So that's how I win my morning. That's how you win your day. Yeah. All right. Well, Kate, thank you so much. Tyrus, it's a pleasure. Appreciate having you, and we'll have to do this again. Okay. All right. Thanks. thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Win your mind and you'll win your day. Look forward to seeing you next time on Win the Day Podcast.